Welcome to the Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. This week, Jerry Herman's blockbuster musical, Hello, Dolly, opens at the Schubert Theater on Broadway in a splashy new revival, the first in over 21 years, starring the fab Bette Midler. As everyone knows, Hello, Dolly! is the 1964 musical with lyrics and music by Jerry Herman and a book by Michael Stewart, brilliantly staged by Gower Champion. The original production of Hello, Dolly! won a record at the time, 10 Tony Awards out of 11 nominations. Charles Nelson Reilly was the only loss in the featured actor category as Jack Cassidy won for She Loves Me that year. That record for the most Tony Awards was held for 37 years, before the producers came along. The show album, Hello Dolly, an original cast recording, was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2002, and the album reached number one on the Billboard album chart on June 6, 1964, and was replaced the next week by Louis Armstrong's album, Hello Dolly. The show was originally entitled Dolly, A Damned Exasperating Woman, and then at one point was shortly called Call on Dolly. But producer David Merrick ultimately changed the title soon after hearing Louis Armstrong's version of Hello Dolly, the title song, and seeing the response that it got across the country. The show became one of the most iconic Broadway shows of its time, running for 2,844 performances, and was for a time the longest running musical in Broadway history. Since then, it's returned to Broadway for four short runs and toured the world. It was also made into a 1969 film that was nominated for seven Academy Awards and won three. The film starred a very young Barbara Streisand and featured Michael Crawford and Tommy Toon. As many people know, Hello, Dolly! had a rocky out-of-town tryout in Detroit and Washington, D.C. After reading the reviews, the creative team made major changes to the script and score, including, among other things, cutting a song called Penny in My Pocket, originally written for the character Horace Vandegelder at the end of Act One, and replaced it with the show-stopping Before the Parade Passes By, written for the character of Dolly Levi. Also, two songs, Love Look in My Window and World Take Me Back, were cut fairly early on as Jerry Herman had written them with Ethel Merman in mind before Carol Channing was cast as Dolly, and they were deemed not appropriate for Carol and they wrote other things for her. Trunk songs, tunes written for a musical but cut before opening night, are always a fascinating topic for fans of musical theater. Why are they cut? Whatever happened to them? Interestingly, both Love Look in My Window and World Take Me Back were reinstated when Ethel Merman herself agreed to come in for the last several months of the original Broadway run. I understand that in the new revival of Dolly, starring Bette Midler and David Hyde Pierce, the creative team has put Penny in My Pocket back into the show, this time as an in one number for David Hyde Pierce. I have a particular fondness for what's going on at the Schubert Theater these past several weeks. Before becoming a journalist, I was a dancer and actor working on Broadway and in national touring companies of shows. I made my Broadway debut in the last revival of Hello, Dolly! in 1995 at the Lundfontein Theater. That production marked Carol Channing's triumphant return to the Great White Way, and I can tell you, as Broadway debuts go, it was pretty awesome. I highly recommend it. Additionally, my next Broadway gig was joining the cast of Chicago the Musical during its early years at the Schubert Theater. So I can certainly relate to those actors walking down Schubert Alley to the stage door of the Schubert Theater, getting ready to hear that overture and this awesome score of Hello, Dolly!
When my production closed on Broadway, our director, Leroy Reams, asked me to help stage the post-Broadway national tour, and that began a now 23-year relationship with Hello, Dolly. I've now staged the show 10 times, many of those with Tony Award winners and nominees like Leslie Uggams, Randy Graff, Michelle Lee, and Leroy Reams in the red dress himself. I read on some message boards that those two Dolly songs, Cut, Love Look in My Window, and World Take Me Back, have not been used in the show since Merman. But that's not quite true, and I thought folks would be interested in hearing how at least one of those songs was returned to the show in spectacular results. In 2008, I staged Hello, Dolly! at Houston's Theater Under the Stars with Tony Award winner Leslie Uggams, who, by the way, is an absolute dream to work with, a great, great star. Jerry Herman asked that we restore the song Love Look in My Window to the end of Act One. I was thrilled. Something new. Oh, wow, this is cool. The problem was the score nor the script had any notation of exactly how the song fit into the show. We knew it was at the end of the first act, but where? For folks who may or may not be intimately aware of the script and scoring of Hello, Dolly, here's what happens in the show traditionally. You have the number dancing, and at the end of that, Dolly finds herself in her old neighborhood, and she has a sweet little scene with an old neighbor, Mrs. Rose, and then she gives the iconic Ephraim speech, I have decided to rejoin the human race, and she sings before the parade passes by. Well, we looked at where Love Look in My Window could go. For instance, it could go at the end of dancing, sing the song, then do the scene with Mrs. Rose, but then would be butting right up against dancing, and it felt jarring to go from this joyous dance number into a somewhat melancholy song, especially with no exploration or explanation. And then we thought, well, maybe we end dancing, we have the Mrs. Rose scene, we do the Ephraim speech, and then she sings Love Look in My Window. But that would butt the song right up to Before the Parade Passes By, which would be, again, a jarring sense of energy. In the end, with Jerry's guidance and Leroy's wisdom, we broke up the song, actually, to frame the Ephraim speech. After the Mrs. Rose scene, Leslie sang the first three sections of the song. Then, with underscoring, she did the Ephraim speech and then brought the last section of the song back in to spectacular results in a way that only Leslie Uggams could do it. And then we tagged the last couple of lines of the Ephraim speech after the song where she says, And so I have decided to rejoin the human race, and Ephraim, I want you to give me away. And that led into Before the Parade Passes By. In any case, what you really want to hear is Leslie Uggams singing Love Look in My Window. Someone sent me this from the audience during the run in Houston at Theater Under the Stars, and I think it's quite spectacular. Take a listen. Thank you. 
It's been long enough, Every evening for years I've put out the tent. I've locked the door. I've made myself a rum toddy. And before I went to bed, I said a prayer thanking God that I was independent. That no one else's life was mixed up with mine. And then one night, an Oakley fell out of my body. I placed it there when you got to be married, you A perfectly good old place, but without color and without light. And I suddenly realized that I was like that leaf. For years I had not shed one tear, nor had I been filled with the wonderful hope that something or other would turn out well. I love that. Who doesn't love a show-stopping song like that, sung by Leslie Uggams? Ah, I can't tell you. Every single day that we rehearsed that scene, it just sent me through the roof. Oh, my God. Anyway, as I mentioned, I'm really excited to see what happens with this new revival of Hello, Dolly. It is time, and it's time that Bette Midler did it. I'll share one more story about Hello, Dolly with you. It's not very well known. I split my time today between being a journalist and still directing choreographing in regional theaters across the country. In 2011, I was approached by producer Dan Jenks to choreograph what was, at the time, a proposed Broadway revival of Hello, Dolly! starring Patti Lapone and to be directed by the brilliant Jack O'Brien. One Sunday morning, my phone rang, and the caller ID read Jack O'Brien. Well, I, of course, knew who Jack O'Brien was, multi-Tony Award-winning Broadway director extraordinaire, but I thought, why would he be calling me? I knew who he was, but I didn't think he knew who I was. I answered, and Jack said, Hi, Randy, I'm Jack O'Brien. I'm not sure if you know who I am. And I immediately stopped him laughing and saying, I know exactly who you are. Jack explained that I think at the time it was the Nederlanders who were eyeing a possible revival of Dolly and Jerry Herman had asked that I be the choreographer of the show. Over the next few days, I flew from the West Coast to New York City to meet with Jack, where he explained that he and Patty were of a mind to throw out all that had been done before and start from a blank page, so to speak. He and Patty weren't interested in recreating what had been done before. They wanted to create 
from page one, and I completely understood that. But Jerry felt there were some iconic Gower Champion moments that really needed to be retained. For instance, the entrance of the company in Put On Your Sunday Clothes with the first pops of color in the show. Audiences aren't often aware, but in the Gower Champion production of Hello, Dolly, until Sunday Clothes, all the costumes to that point are muted browns, oranges, blacks, and tans, a kind of lifelessness. But as the song Sunday Clothes evolves, the company enters wearing bright, almost neon suits and dresses of pink and lime green and blue and chartreuse yellow and more. The color was a metaphor for the life being brought to the story and the beginning of the adventure. It's a brilliant, brilliant idea. It is seemingly simple, but a brilliant idea. Jerry also felt strongly that Dolly had to come down those stairs at the Harmonia Gardens in Act 2 for the title number in a fabulous red dress. And I agreed with all these points. And Jerry told me he wanted to explore new things too. Absolutely, new things. But he felt these moments were part of the DNA of the show. Eventually, Jack said to me that he felt shoehorning in certain aspects could feel inauthentic and come off awkward. And I completely understood that perspective also. We had a great lunch on the Upper West Side in New York City, and it was lovely to meet a creative giant in the Broadway theater. In the end, he and Patty both decided that if it wasn't all new, then it wasn't really the project for them. At that point, Jerry asked me to brainstorm with him on leading ladies that could take on the role and be box office gold. At the time, we considered every name you can think of. I thought of Christine Ebersole, who would have been fabulous. I had Donna Murphy on my list, and of course, as people know now, she's going to be Beth's standby, and she's set to do, I think, two performances a week. Queen Latifah was someone I thought would sell tickets, and she had the humor, warmth, voice, and box office draw for the part. I also thought, and still think, Vanessa Williams would make a fantastic Dolly in a whole new sexy vein. And of course, Kristen Chenoweth would be a fab choice. Other names we talked about at the time? Yes, Bette Midler. Remember, this was before the 2013 play I'll Eat You Last, A Chat with Sue Mingers, which was Bette's return to Broadway. Before that, we'd gotten an answer that she wasn't sure she was up to the rigors of an eight-show week on Broadway. I've always felt that the play in 2013 turned her around and let her know that she still had the stamina and star power to star in a big Broadway musical. Other names we looked into at the time, Tyne Daly, Faith Prince, Bernadette Peters, a lot of great names. After several months, though, no one at the time would commit. And eventually, I guessed, interest in the project fell to the wayside. But now we have this fantastic revival with Bette Midler, David Hyde Pierce, direction by Jerry Zaks. I think Warren Carlyle is an exceptional choreographer, and I just can't wait to see it. That is, if I can get a ticket. In any case, I hope people celebrate this awesome classic Broadway musical. It really is wonderful. It seems to be one of those things that people take... Hello, Dolly, for granted. They all nod to themselves and they say, oh, yeah, it's a great show, it's a great show, it's a great show. But then when you see it, when the story is told in front of you, when you hear these songs in context, suddenly all of these brilliant threads and colors come to life, and it really is impactful. I love the show, <laughs> and I know I'm a little biased. 
That brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. I really appreciate everyone listening. I want you to go see Hello, Dolly! on Broadway at the Schubert Theater. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I report on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBT community. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and I'll see you next time. I